Alright, what's going on team? It's Adam with Champion Builder and I am here with Chitty. Hello, hello everyone. And we are broadcasting from Whole Foods in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So if you hear if you hear a call for avocados in the produce section, uh, just forgive that. But we thought it was fitting uh, this time of year to talk about the NCAA tournament, which is starting today. Uh, we'll be releasing it Thursday. And a regional is going to be starting tonight. So we wanted to just kind of talk about the process going from these conference tournaments and then the quick turnaround right into the NCAA tournament and just what that experience is like for the coaches and the players and everybody involved. Um, so just before we get going, Chitty, do you have any initial thoughts to, to break down? Oh, it's the best time of the year. Um, it's it, not, No thoughts beforehand, just the fact that it's like this is what everyone works towards. Like this is this is college softball. This is this is what you spend all the fall working towards. All of all the long nights with schoolwork, keeping up with things so you can be at practice. All those things. Like this, this is what it's for. It's awesome. And most of these teams are out of school. Yes, right which now. Which is even better. <laughs> so they're basically professional softball players yes. at this point. Um, nothing else on their schedule. So that's awesome. Um, and I just. I think it's great as a coach and from the players' standpoint, there's only 64 teams right now who get to play. Like that first practice, you get to practice after the conference tournaments, there's only 64 teams out there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the coolest things. Um, So let's go from those practices before you head off to a regional or host a regional. What are those practices like? What, What do you remember from them, Chid? I just remember that time of the year being literally the best time of the year. It was just, it was, I mean, in Ann Arbor, it's starting to become beautiful weather. School's done. All we're doing is playing softball. It's what everyone, I mean, that's what anyone wants, you know, in college softball is just to go for the, the softball, not the school. <laughs> um, at least for me. At least school I mean, is important. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. School School's very important. But it is nice, like, all that pressure from a school is off, and it's literally just softball. But I just I just remember the, the feel, the energy on that field when, you know, when we got announced um, that we were going to be playing in the postseason, like, here, here we are, we're going we're gonna to compete, like, the energy is we want to win the national championship like this is what this is what we worked all year for and this is the moment we made it this far and you know just trusting our game and i just yeah like i said i just remember the 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 practices just being so enjoyable because it was so beautiful out and we were still on the field and alumni field if you haven't been there you need to go because it's absolutely beautiful (laughs) especially this time of year oh yes (laughs) and like everybody has those goals of like we want to win the national championship we want to big win a big 10 championship and this is the moment that it's real yeah like it's not the grind of the middle of the season where you're getting through practices or getting through midweek games it is you got to turn it on right now yeah no absolutely it's it's a situation where it's just like this is go time like you know 
it doesn't matter what happened before. You know, you could have you could have had a a hundred batting average going into this postseason, but guess what? It doesn't matter. Like we need you now, and and it could be anyone's game. So it's who's going to show up and who's ready to play. You know, you could even be batting 500 and then go into postseason and not do anything. So it's like everything goes to, to the side, and it's almost like it's a fresh start. It's a fresh start out there to just go and and, and lay it all out on the table. So. What do you remember as a player at that selection show? Oh, man. The selection show was so nerve-wracking. It was always nerve-wracking. I mean, I remember my freshman year, everyone kind of making a big deal about it, and I didn't know what was going on. It was like, okay, cool. And, I mean, we went to the College World Series my freshman year, and I came from a winning high school. Like, we won the state championship twice, went there to the final game three, three years in a row. So, to me, it was like, well, yeah, of course we're going to the College World Series. <laughs> And I remember someone, uh, I remember Hutch telling me, she's like, you better, you know, take this in because this could be the only time you go. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me, you know, like, we're going to make it every year. She was, she was right because (laughs) it was the only time that I went. And, um. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, Alabama. Alabama stopped us in uh, my senior year in Super Regionals. But anyways, so yeah, bringing us back to those moments of selection show, like like that one, my senior year, we didn't want to get lined up with Alabama. Like it, you know, sometimes it goes in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. It's it's literally, you know, the luck of the draw almost at some point. I, I understand winning matters, but you know, who's gonna who's gonna get placed where, who's gonna go where, where are you gonna play, what field are you playing on? There's so many different factors. So I just know that like when we would watch the selection shows, like we all get together on Sunday, we're all in the locker room, you know, butterflies in your stomach, what's gonna happen? And it's funny because I was sitting watching the selection show um just this past Sunday and I I was like it all the, all the feelings <laughs> and all the memories came back because it's like well, come on, like, where's Michigan, you know? Like, who's going to get placed here? And it's just, like, those nervous feelings, and I'm not even in it. So, but, yeah, no, it was exciting. And then once you get to find out where you're going, it's like, all right, like, now you're in attack mode. Like, who's who are we playing, and and how are we going to do this? So, So, it's been a while, but can you remember, um, like, trying to get ready for three other teams in a tournament? Like how did how did you guys game plan? Like, do you remember? Like, did you think about each team individually? Did you only think about the team you were playing? Did you just worry about yourself? What do what did Michigan do, and what do some of these teams do? Well, for us, I I remember it always being like one pitch focus. Like, I mean, we can't get too far ahead, and and we have to stay within our game because it got us this far, and one pitch at a time. And I know that in the past, like usually in the regional, we had played everyone. So that was always good. So we were kind of familiar with who we were playing. And so we could go back and we would have film. So we could co- go in early and watch our at-bats or watch the pitchers to try to get our timing down from the video. Um, so that was kind of how it was, um, was game planning that way. And just one game at a time. So, you know, if we played Kentucky first, like that's who we're on is Kentucky. If we have Notre Dame the next game, like we're not worrying about Notre Dame until we take care of Kentucky. So it's literally one one moment, one pitch at a time. Because the second you look past a team, they were going to get you every single time, especially in the postseason. Like they're going to get you. And that is true uh, coaching motivation right there to tell their players to only think about one game at a time but I know coming from a coaching standpoint we had the game plan for every team in that tournament no matter what happens because it's double elimination it's not single 
Mm-hmm. So you have to worry about that next game just in case. Mm-hmm. So you need to worry about every single team that week of. So you're doing a ton of video breakdown, a ton of stats breakdown, just for one weekend, and it goes like that. Yeah, it goes fast. <laughs> and to, to get all that in in the span of two or three days before you have the regional... I mean, it's a lot of work, and people don't see that. No, I didn't even I didn't know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the coaches did such a good job of just keeping it, like, one game at a time for us that we had no idea all that went into there. Right. And I think that's a good lesson for any coaches out there to keep their players focused on what's in front of them. But you need to be probably two or three steps beyond that uh, just in terms of game planning strategic thoughts just certain things like that who, who you're going to pitch against what teams yep, how you're going to rest people how like yeah yeah no it's it's so true but There's a lot to it but as much as you can keep your team focused on the task at hand yep. that's all you can do just yeah and how are you going to how are you going to get them feeling light how are you going to get them feeling competitive i know i you know one year my senior year we were getting ready we won the regional so we were going to have to go to alabama for the super regional and um, Hutch and the coaching staff brought out all these vegetables. <laughs> like, well, we're at Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They brought out all these vegetables, and we had batting practice with vegetables. Like, literally, just these things are just exploding everywhere, left and right. And it was just a way to, like, to remember is to have fun and, and have light of the situation. Like, you guys worked hard up to this point. Like, just go out there and play. Like, in, enjoy every second of it. Because like you said, not every team gets to do that. That is a great point, Shit, about keeping the situation light when the pressure can be like the hardest on a player. Um, I think as coaches, sometimes we can undervalue what little like fun keeping things light can do to a team. Like even the smallest thing of having players wear shorts to practice mm-hmm. instead of softball pants can lighten the mood and have fun have, let them have fun like play music during the entire practice hit the produce yeah. you know just those little things that play with a ball play pickle play like, with mm-hmm. let the players play different positions for five minutes yeah. uh just those little things bring just a little bit more energy to a practice and it brings that joy back yeah like we're here to pl- have fun sometimes the players can feel the pressure of the world on their backs when when you're playing in the postseason or playing for a trophy and they need to remember it's just the game that they've played their whole life like take it back to when they were little kids play t-ball play wiffle ball play play football before practice just do something out of the ordinary out of the regular practice scheme to let them have fun and bring a little bit more energy uh to their practice yeah, and something to add on to that, it made me think of another like thing that we always talked about in postseason was the fact that the game doesn't change. It doesn't matter where you are, who you're playing. The game doesn't change. It's always the same. So we, you know, we should we have to remember that. Like we shouldn't make this game so much bigger because we're playing in front of ten thousand people, or we're playing, you know, a road stadium and it's so loud and there's heckling going on. Like it's the same exact game. So the outside noises, outside circumstances, they shouldn't they shouldn't change your game. And that's where the battle becomes between a great athlete and an average one is when you 
you can internally figure it out how to to know like it's what goes on inside not all the outside circumstance if i can control that then then those games you're gonna you're just gonna thrive and you're gonna love every second of them because you won't let all those outside circumstances work you up and as hutch always says the game doesn't know exactly no not at all yeah like and if you can remember that like those nerves will definitely settle settle for you quite a bit so so as we're going through uh the week and leading up to the games uh there's always like a practice day the day before and basically you only really get an hour and 15 minutes of a practice it's really quick you're not doing much, but you're you're seeing what it's like to play on the opponent's field or having teams practice on your field uh, so you can get a feel of the surroundings, what the vision is like on the field, what the dirt's like, what the grass is like, what the stadium looks like. You're just you're basically getting just a run-through of, of what that field is like, and you don't really get to work out at all. No, you just take in all of it. It's almost like you just take in the motions of what is about to happen because almost, I guarantee, I, and I know now softball is getting more and more popular, but back when I played, it was back when I played. Like, it was 25 <laughs> so years old. ago. <laughs> Feels forever. But it was packed. Like, when we, we had, a, you know, regionals in Michigan, there were so many people you know, even when we had our uh, regional at Louisville the one year, there was a ton of people. So that, that practice before is just like get your emotions under control because like here, here we are because you know that next day it's going to be a completely different <laughs> environment. So it's you're right. Like you don't really it's it's more of like a batting practice. Feel good, you know. Sit on both sides of the dugout. Get a good feel. Check out the sun. Check out the walls. How's the bounds go off the walls? You know, are there any divots out in the outfield? Like you just really just take in your surroundings so that you're ready for it and there's no surprises the next day. And one of my personal favorites about the, those practice days in regionals are the hospitality tents oh. where you get snacks and Gatorade <laughs> and water. Get through the whole tournament. <laughs> just, just grab and go. Oh, we have bananas and bars in the dugout now? Yeah. How about that? Thank you. Thanks, NCAA. <laughs> um, so as we go through the practice, now we're getting into game day. So you prepare and go to the game like any other game, um, but what would you do outside of it? Uh, as a team or just as an individual you know I mean it was we would try to keep it everything the same but I know you know after we all get those jitters we're all getting excited all that stuff um but you know once we got past that first game it was like okay like we did it and we would go home right after the games and watch all the other games that are going on like we wanted to keep up with the tournament um so it was it was just an exciting time because I mean you, you try keeping things the same but there was just so much going on. You have beautiful weather, you have a ton of people coming to support you. There's so much softball on TV. You don't have any school and it's just like it, it I mean it's it's like the perfect situation. So I yeah, I would say like before those games it was just, you know, try to stay within yourself, keep your same things that you've been doing and just go have fun out there cuz like you said, like not many there's only 60 teams left, 64 teams left like that's it. And, like, the softball world is such a tight circle. Yes. And it feels like the entire world <laughs> is paying attention to this one thing. Yeah. And I think that's one of the coolest things. I know uh, one of my favorite things about going to Oklahoma City is they have, like, a locker room set up in the outfield. And we would sit in there before games. And we'd be watching on a TV the game that was happening on the stadium as we were getting ready to warm up or coming back after our warm-ups. 
and just knowing that millions of people were watching that same game and we were right there and I just think like having the opportunity to watch these games on TV, the highest level of the game, all these teams have won championships or have earned their way into the tournament. You're going to see tons of great softball and you're going to see tons of great athletes and tons of great coaches. And you're going to see that these coaches and these athletes make mistakes. So you cannot get upset if you make a mistake. You just have to learn from it and move on. You're going to see people go down in games on some silly mistake and come back and win it because they have the mental strength to get past those little mistakes. And just being aware of different things during the game and not just watching it as a casual observer, but watching it as an athlete or a coach looking to uh, get better better and be in that game. And what would I do in this situation? What would I call? Would I put a pinch hitter in? Would I take the pitcher out after these five straight balls? Mm -hmm. You know, just those little things watching these games, I think, can improve you to a higher degree than than we really think we can. Yeah, absolutely. It's I mean it's it's the top of the top of softball. And you're going to notice things like, you know, you'll notice too like oh, like if someone missed their backup or, you know, or you know, coach just talked about relays and 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 uh, Florida just just did a perfect relay into into second or into home. And so you get to see those things all play out and it's a great visual for all you athletes like learning the game right now. I mean, don't depend on anyone else and, and take advantage of it being on TV and, and challenge yourself. Learn learn the game. Learn the game. And then I think just to close out this talk about the postseason and the tournament and just what these teams kind of go through, it's basically the last go for this one team. Like, you'll never play with these players again. And I always think, like, at the end of the year, each year, no matter what, like the locker room was emotional whether we won the national championship or whether we lost on the way getting there and I always told the players that like you're going to be crying here no matter what because it's the last time that we're going to be playing together it's not because we lost you guys showed who you are the whole year but it's just that final quick end point that people never believe is going to happen because you talk about going all the way and people don't really understand what, what that is because even when you win it, it's done. Mm-hmm. And those players leave and you don't see them again, some of them, and it's a brand new team the next year. Yeah, so. don't, don't take those moments for granted because that's not just happened in college. It happens in high school. It happens with travel ball. It happens everywhere. So find, find the, the greatness in, in, in all the the special things that everyone does together as a team to make that team the team and and embrace it and enjoy it it's not worth all the negative and the you know drama and all that stuff like you get one one season with this group this same group live it up absolutely live it up so so as a lot of you guys are probably heading into either summer ball or coaching summer ball or or you're towards the end of your season with your high school team, just cherish the moments you have with it because this is the only team that's going to be this group of players and coaches. Um, So just cherish every moment and take it to heart and don't take it for granted. Absolutely. Uh, Wait a second. We can't end this yet because Adam over here has actually um, been a part of the coaching staff of a team who has won the national championship. So there's no way we can finish this whole conversation (laughs) without touching on that a little bit. I mean, yes, I went to the College World Series, but, you know, 
we never won. So t- take us through, I mean, Oklahoma City. And, I mean, that's a grueling – like, when you lose, oh, my gosh, it's terrible because you have double the amount of games. And even – I mean, even when you don't lose, even when you win, it's hot out there. Oh, There's yeah. so many people. You're It's at the end of the season. You're exhausted, and you have to grind it out. It literally becomes a dogfight grind at the end mm-hmm. of those last games. So tell me about it. So as a coach – the only thing I can really say is just getting to the College World Series, you've won. Because once you get there, everything has to go your way yeah. for you to win it. I mean, if there wasn't a rain delay in our last game, I don't think we win it. If we don't, for some, <laughs> I don't know how we did it, score some runs against Kalani Ricketts in the second game, we don't win it. Yeah. You know, if we don't uh, play great... <laughs> play a great game against Cal who was the number one team in the country I think um, that year uh, on the Sunday championship games we don't we don't get to play Oklahoma Um, but I just think like the teams that come together at that time and just embrace the time they have with each other Mm -hmm. and just enjoy the moment and don't put too much pressure on themselves I think I think our girls just had a lot of fun and they loved being with each other a lot of fun, but still competitive. They wanted to win. Yes. Competing to them and competing on the field and it's fighting fun. for each other was fun for this exactly. team. Um, and we had a senior class who had been through the ringer, um, which helps a lot. And having Jackie Traina in the circle. <gasps> the J Train. Uh, <laughs> She's a beast. <laughs> having J Train uh, didn't hurt either. Um, but there's just so much, so much going uh, forward for our team that year um that it was almost a a season uh that was written like in the storybooks for that alabama team i was just just we won it that year yep um 2012 it was my first year there and coach murphy after the uh, we got on the plane after we won it and he said uh don't (laughs) don't think this happens every year so you better enjoy this, kind of like what yeah, Hutch said yeah, to you. Exactly what Hutch said. And I was like, "Oh no, we'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> no, the next year we lost to Tennessee and Supers, and then the following year, following year we played Florida in the national championship series, um, and lost to them. Hannah Rogers had a great end of the year, um, but I just think like that team had been through so much together that year, um, and we can go into that another time. Um, but, but they just they're playing for something. They're fighting for something. I think that's you know at the end of the day, so much it's it's big when you, when you have something that as a group everyone is just all in for. And they had been through so many battles, both on and off the field, that going into losing the first game in the national championship series was nothing. Yeah, like they're like, oh, we've okay. been through harder <laughs> things than this. Yeah, you know, we can come together and pull two games out. That's awesome. Um, and they did and I couldn't be more proud to be a part of that group and it's something I hope many people get to experience because I mean just being on that field and um, competing is the most fun for me I I have a hard time embracing like the celebrations because like I just love being in the moment with the teams um, and playing in the games but um, I know that's one group that like they'll be sisters and brothers and fam- and a family for for the rest of their lives just because they pulled off pulled that off. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So, 
we can we can get into that kind of stuff um, other times, but <laughs> <laughs> just a little a little short snippet. Uh, snippet of what it was like to win it in 2012. Um, do you have any final thoughts on the tournament? No, just embrace it, love it, watch it. Just be obsessed with softball while it's on TV because, you know, I mean, it's been covered most of the season, which is great, but if you really want to keep playing at that next level, I mean, that's what it is right there. That's the top of the top. It is, it's the best softball and the best softball coverage you're going to find yeah. for three straight weeks um, all year. Because I know, unfortunately, yes, because <laughs> I know there's tons of great softball at the, the international and professional level. And sadly, it doesn't get the, the coverage yet that it has deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, but enjoy this tournament while it's on TV yeah. and watch as many games as you can uh, outside mm-hmm. of your games playing and outside of your games coaching, because you're going to learn more uh, than you can imagine if you just if you just tune in and you're, you're really into the game yeah and if you have any questions like we always say do not hesitate to reach out we'd love to answer anything that you may have about the game about players about a situation about coaches you know whatever it is like ask away hit us up on champion builder on instagram on youtube website. wherever on the website wherever you can um but we appreciate you guys tuning in and hope you enjoy the tournament i'm putting chitty on the spot Ooh, do you have a oh, pick? No, I don't have a pick. Oh, it's anyone's game. Very, said it. It's very political. Game. It's anyone's game. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm not, I'm not making a pick either. <laughs> have fun watching. See ya.